1: episode is Deadly Friend. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata. I'm your gracious host. Alongside me, Justin Waddell.
2: Justin, how you doing? Pretty good, thanks. Super. You sound uh, different. I'm farmer fucking junkie.
1: We're here. <laughs> A little Clancy Brown and Billions. Um, welcome, folks. Uh, we're back.
2: It's good to be here. It is good. Uh, you celebrated a birthday recently. I did. Happy well, birthday! It's my last one. No. Happy birthday. Um, did you celebrate by watching this movie? I didn't. Actually, I did watch a movie on my birthday. What did you watch? JFK. Oh, you love that movie. <laughs> I do. I watched a movie today. What? A, a very great movie. Give Mem- me a- Memories of Murder. Oh yeah, yeah. Korean. Yes, have you seen it? I have, a long time ago. You, it's a very good movie. i surprised it wasn't remade, to be honest. It's got a lot in common with Zodiac. Not as good. It's better. There's no way it's better. It is better. Zodiac's my favorite, one of my favorite movies of all time. Well, then you wouldn't agree with me. <laughs> I like Zodiac a lot. I think this is a better film. Can't be. There's not enough Americans.
1: All right. Fourth of July, baby. Zoom uh, in. <laughs> Uh, So this is the movie Microscope. It's a show where we we slip away into the night and we find those little moments in the night, and uh, we love them. And we watch a movie, and we talk about it. (laughs) Because, you know, there's those little things. There's there's those scenes that stick to us. They make and they break. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not the big ones. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's the little minute. So, for example, if we were talking about home fries... We wouldn't be talking about the scene where Drew Barrymore finds an onion in her pajamas.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that what they call
2: him? <laughs> I was thinking about that, that movie because the Spider Man Honk, far from home. Because Home Fries is it? Vince Gilligan. It is. It's early Gilligan, right? Yeah. Maybe his first movie? Probably. <sighs> oh, man. Home for us. The Luke Wilson movie. Saw it in the theater. Oh, how, how'd that go? <laughs> is it memorable? No. I saw it with Steve.
1: Luke rest, Wilson,
2: rest Drew Barrymore. Anybody else do you remember? There's an older guy in it. Like an antagonist guy who's chasing
1: yeah. them or something like that. Somebody
0: great like
1: Ray Wise I don't know some guy
2: wait Ray Wise I don't know Home Fries
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh there is it's like not a Dennis Quaid but there's some there's some fellow you type Home Fries in IMDb and it doesn't have any answers Um, you know is that a Jake Busey holy shit is he in there the guy I'm thinking about Oof. Scrolling and scrolling for names and nothing. John Hawks is in it. Oh, awesome. Yeah, that's a uh, that's it. Nobody big.
2: Wow. John Hawks is getting up there, bro. I think he's getting close to 60. It's fine. Maybe I might I might be wrong. But do you remember is, who directed Home Great. Price? Do you know do you know who directed it? Uh the guy that did Galaxy Quest. Fucking nailed it. What's his name? Dean Pariseau. Is he the guy that's directed the new Bill and Ted's? Probably. Stephen Herrick did the originals, right? He did the original Bill and Ted, if I remember correctly. I think they had two different... Yeah, maybe. Are you excited about that third Bill and Ted's or are you never a fan of that franchise? They're fine. I like those movies.
1: How can I not like a, a, a film where they featured like all of my favorite bands on one album? What are you talking about? At the time... Uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey I think had Kiss Had Faith Kiss no More, cover It was a Kiss cover God gave rock and roll to you They had Faith No More The Perfect Crime And they had the Chili Peppers Sick of Or something like that Yeah but it was a cover Of a Kiss song It wasn't Kiss No Kiss It was Kiss singing Their their song was a cover
2: Oh okay That was a good song
1: It was It was fun But uh, that whole uh, That was Like the early 90s Was like mm, It was before the Chili Peppers Became impossible to listen to
2: John Hawks is fifty nine. It's great. I love him. Forever looking looking forever young. He's kinda looking young. Looks he looks younger than fifty nine at least. He looks the same as he always
1: has. Yeah. Um, did he make it Miami Vice? Is he alright? One of the best deaths. <laughs> uh That's literally one of the best deaths the way film, it is. the way he filmed it. It's
2: good, yeah. It's it's rough.
1: You could tell. You could tell he didn't make it by one shot.
2: <laughs> um, I love that movie. I do too, actually. And your wife and loves I love it. the. Th- she loves it, and I, l- I. love the theatrical cut. Like I them think, both. I think the theatrical cut's better. Do you remember what's different? And it starts differently. It starts different. It starts with a, a maybe a boat chase or something. A boat go fast. Boat boats. race. Yeah. But in the theatrical, it's the club scene. To me, more Miami Vice is all I care
1: about. I don't care how they... As long as there's more of it. Seriously. If the director's cut features more, I want that.
2: To me. Ugh.
1: So today we're going to talk about a movie called Deadly Friend. What year did it come out, Justin?
2: 1986? I think so. Yes. Yeah. I think we've had a lot of movies that we've... From 86 What were you done. doing In 1986 What was I doing In 86 Freshman Nah
1: I think a freshman In high school
2: I don't think I was a fr- Freshman
1: No 8th grade
2: six, okay. 86 87 87 88 yeah. Wait, When did you graduate Freshman 91, 91. Or no? mm-hmm. Okay I graduated in 90 So
1: I was in My sophomore I was yeah. in my sophomore Nice Did you go see this no I saw it on video Um, I did see Evil Dead 2 in the theater that was 87 you saw Evil Dead 2 in the
2: theater? in the theater
1: Roswell Village Roswell Village that's 87 but I I was going to see a lot of horror movies back then
2: I didn't see Evil Dead 2 I didn't know about it and then I I read Roger Ebert's um, you know some movie R.I.P. some movie guide that he did and I was looking for horror films, and and he gave Evil Dead two a pretty great review, and that's why I watched it. I Although
1: had, Mick Martin, Mick Martin and Marsha Porter, that every year that video guide, though when it came out was my shit. Remember man, that? No, that was the video. There was a thicker like a video guide that came out every year by Mick Martin and Marsha Porter. I think it's called the video movie guide every okay. year, and had a, you know the date. That was my.
2: I would pour over that thing. Eberts I didn't like as much he first was like a book and it had his, all his reviews well these were books too but I don't I think I kind of remember what you're talking about I can kind of visualize yeah, it yeah you can visualize it yeah those books were the there was like about a seven or eight year stretch where they were there was stuff oh um, my wife revealed to me today that she saw this movie in the theater Deadly Friend yes good for her I did not see this in the theater I remember seeing I remember seeing I don't I think I obviously I, rented, I remember running it in high school to watch because we were on a huge horror kick, um. But I remember always thinking later that I didn't remember Christy Swanson was in this. I thought that Megan Ward was in this. Do you remember Megan Ward? I remember the name. I don't remember the face. She was like in PCU. She was in like a bunch of like okay, but she looks like Christy Swanson. She's she's actually I don't I, don't say she's better looking. Can I? just can I say this? What? This is gonna be hard for you to believe. She's a better actress than Christy Swanson. Don't say she's better looking. Why? You have a thing for Christy Swanson? Oh my for the longest time? You did. Oh, oh my God.
1: Chud draft, first rounder. Are you serious? Absolutely. I drafted her in the first round more than once.
2: Christy Swanson, really. Super drafted. Um yeah, she's she's cutie in this. She looks cute. She was like sixteen or seventeen when she shot this, right? Yeah.
1: Dayton Allen Thick. <laughs> let me zoom in
2: so was she dating Alan Thicke when she, she was did this? dating Alan Thicke when she made this movie there's no way she was dating him that is so fucked up like he is how then, old is he he was like 39 when they, when they yeah, started he was dating. old
1: enough to be not right
2: no it's awful it's awful let me zoom in it's yeah. a fucking nightmare plus he's Alan Thicke I mean he looked like a fuck he's he was a dad on Growing Pains and he looked like a dad. Like he looked like like a sweater vest, like oh, just yeah. a weird fucking dude. And uh Oh, that's weird. That is that sucks. He was dating a teen like a like it's like when Jerry Seinfeld dated. Remember when Jerry Shoshana, Seinfeld Shoshana, whatever. She means. was like he was at like a height of his fame and Seinfeld and yeah. he dated like a eighteen yeah. year old. Why be famous if he can't? Oh, that's so weird. But this this
1: is it, it weird. gives it gives us hope like the you know we're gonna, gives us hope yeah we're, we're in our late forties you know mid to late forties maybe we'll run into a nice twenty nine year old <laughs> we're married I know what I'm saying I'm just using us Might as an I zoom in. yeah
2: we're both happily married
1: <laughs> can I zoom out
2: yeah
1: twenty nine year old is the equivalent I know
2: oh, I'm, I'm not of course I know we're old. But Alan Th- Alan Thicke was thirty, I guess, around his late thirties when he started dating a teenage Christie. But he didn't
1: propose to her until she was nineteen.
2: But they is that what, they never got married? They never yet.
1: got married, but he pro- they were engaged. And but he the, he was kind enough to wait until she was nineteen.
2: And then they were they were uh, together. And Then you realize
1: she's too old for him.
2: You are gone. But the, weren't they together for a long time?
1: The, the, the three years.
2: Oh, that's it. Well, I mean, that's the thing that though is that she his, she she hitched her wagon to a fucking megastar.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, look what he did for her career. Yeah. I'm not saying that's why she dated him. She dated him obviously because she was gullible. She was in love with a, a gem of a human being. <laughs> but yeah, he she really found fame through his star wattage yeah. from his growing paints power. Uh that was the show he was on zoom in yeah I, I always think everybody would know that no one even knows who I, does anyone know do thick think is besides this oldies of course the father of, uh, of Robin Thick.
1: yeah and the host of Thick of the Night mm-hmm. uh, he was interviewed about dating her and candidly he said to make it seem a little bit less creepy he's like I only used my whole dick
2: was it a sex thing <laughs> what a fucking weirdo <laughs> Yeah. RIP. By the way, he lives. No, he is. dead. He's dead. Oh, he's super dead. There's no way he's dead. <laughs> he's dead. Alan yeah. Thick left. Hmm. He left. Yeah, he died. He, they showed him. They showed him Christy Swanson's Twitter account. He <laughs> fucking had died on the spot. There's no way he's dead. He died. He like died four years ago. Thick death. RIP. Um. He's dead. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad. Why couldn't Tim Allen leave? Uh, I don't think um, I think he sang the theme song too to his own show he's okay. super dead yeah he died it was like uh, four years ago five yeah it was a while ago IMDB Trivia says uh, dead uh, his son let me zoom in was married to Paul Patton and fucked it up let me zoom out Paul Patton Paul Patton from Warcraft
1: (laughs) yeah he composed uh, and sang both theme songs to different strokes oh okay he passed away you know this can (laughs) I zoom in you know how he died
2: don't laugh he he was playing hockey with his son Robin? yeah died is that what happened really? were the young girls at the hockey rink I (laughs) imagine that's why he was there Yeah, weirdo all right, let's uh, talk about Deadly Friend. This is Wes Craven's uh, seminal. You, missed, you haven't said it. I, I only say it for seminal films. Um, he. This is the movie that he made after Nightmare El, on Elm Street and before Serpent and the Rainbow. Two better movies. Can I zoom in? Definitely better movies. Um, Can I also zoom to the side? Mm-hmm. Wes Craven... Okay. Okay. Let's, let's not talk about that yet. You, I know. I think Wes Craven's a lot. I like him a lot more than you do. RIP. Definitely. RIP. Super dead. Uh, let me, I'm going to read the synopsis of this movie to you. It is just
1: in case I haven't watched it myself.
2: Well, I want to read the IMDb synopsis and I want to correct it as I'm reading it. okay? Okay. Um, Uh, plot summary okay All right. so this is it Paul is a new kid in town with a robot named BB let me correct that Paul is a dreadful fucking nerd (laughs) who made a robot and thinks he's super smart right that's the plot yeah Um, he befriends Samantha uh and the three of them, because they're saying that B.B. B- is part of the, the three, um, have a lot of good times together until her dad kills her. And then Paul puts a microchip in her head. You're not reading it all. You're looking at me. I don't need to read it because <laughs> this is awful. Um, and then she comes back to life as B.B., B- <laughs> who who is deceased as well. B.B. B- and her both get killed. B.B. B- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to describe B.B.'s death because that's my favorite mo- moment of the film. Okay. But so anyway this guy this this nerd moves mer- moves to town with his mom um, next to Christy Swanson who is being abused by her dad they become sort of boyfriend and girlfriend She's she gets killed and then is resurrected by this fucking ugh, just horrific nerd like he is oh. He is, like, a real bad nerd. Like, there's a part in this movie where he plays basketball. It's uh-huh. incredible. Yeah. Because he plays it like he never touched a basketball before. Yeah. I mean, it's a great piece of acting by Matthew... Laberto. Laberto. I don't know how to say his name. That's how you say it? Yeah. Uh,
1: and what's the other kid? The other kid's getting completely ignored in this whole... He's part of the
2: threesome. He's the paper boy. Uh, does he do his own stunts? He is always falling down in this movie. He, so he's, like, the kind of the friend of the nerd... He's kind of the. They're both kind of jer- like losers, and he doesn't go to the high school. The nerd doesn't go to the high school. He's a he's a, he goes to college. He's on right? yes yeah, some sort
1: of a grant. It doesn't matter. But the scene where they introduced where he meets the paper boy,
2: and I, I'm and not he, hating he, on I'm he, not hating on nerds. I, I don't mean he crashes
1: to be, his bike. He does yeah. stunning
2: stunt work. It does. It's not him.
1: Stunning dubbing. Stunning stunt work. It's totally him. You think it's him? Oh, it's absolutely him because it's the worst, lamest <laughs> fall off a bike of all time
2: uh yeah he just I just think it's so funny how the the one thing about his character is that the the main character he doesn't have there's really nothing the movie doesn't really devote any time to him he's the main character but it, it spends more time spend with the too robot much, too much time with him and a lot more time with uh Christy Swanson's character and her dad i I feel like he's just a very um, he just doesn't get a lot of time in this screen time, and I think it's he's dude, sort of the villain. It is in the way, and I think I I feel you know this movie is. In a, I guess the, if you read the trivia about it, Wes Craven was trying to make a good movie, a good movie, like a movie about actually like a, the movie he was trying to make is worse than this movie. I don't think so. I think he was trying to make a a drama, almost a drama. Uh, uh, you know, Frank, he's trying to you know make a Frankenstein movie but the studio wanted him to inject after it was made um, uh, they wanted him to inject some Friday uh, Nightmare on Elm Street like dream sequences into it and more gore yeah which he did and by doing that he made the most memorable scene uh, that the only thing that people remember from this movie
1: oh her fucking Alan Thick. Because I mean, no one knows honest, that. Let's be honest. I, I didn't know that. She's 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 probably on set. Like, oh my god, I cannot believe I'm hanging out with this fucking nerd. It's like this is so weird. Now let me go
2: fuck this 39 year old man. <laughs> Do you think that she's arrogant on set, and then Just throwing uh, her weight around? If you know what I mean. And uh, Matthew Labberto, whatever his name is, was <laughs> like. Um, you know, like she, this guy pulls up. He's like, "Man, what? Wish my dad would come pick me up when I get after I'm done with work." And she's like, "Yeah, he's gonna pick me up, pick up my spirits." It's like, I think I don't think they were dating when he she did this movie. I think she was 16 doing this movie, and
1: I think he dated her from 16 to Jesus 19.
2: Christ! All right, all right. So anyway, I'm sorry. I just think it's funny how.
1: That's okay. Matthew Labrador is dating a one-year-old.
2: I'm going to zoom in real quick. Yeah. His mom was cute in this. Sort of cute. She's a cutie. Uh, She's kind of the most likable character in the movie. She gets roofied. She gets roofied in this. It's a very strange scene. Yeah. Yeah, she gets roofied.
1: (laughs) And you know it's the 80s because she gets roofied, and she wakes up the next day, and the boys are up to some weird shit, and she's cool with it.
2: Well, she said she falls asleep on the couch. because I, I never fall asleep in my clothes on the couch. She says something like that. Yeah. And um, they think they killed her. Because uh, the, the friend thinks that they spiked her coffee too much and that she's dead. Um, and now, you then, know,
1: if, it was, if this movie took place now, mm-hmm. she goes, I never fall asleep in my clothes on the couch. Let me go check the nest and the ring doorbell to see exactly what you motherfuckers were up to. She rewinds the night. She realizes they made Frankenstein. So before they even have a chance to come up with a story, she has reversed searched their entire fucking existence. Oh here at eleven forty two you're pushing a body into the house.
2: Uh, they catch her on like the, the doorbell cam. Yeah, exactly. Did you can I zoom in on the scene when she's waking up from the couch? Yeah. She's in front of a window. Okay. You, you know, and it's daylight If you look at the corner of that window, you see Alan Fix peeking in. It's Christy. Is it Christy <laughs> outfit? She done. She done for the day. Yeah,
1: his most convincing performance, by
2: the way. <laughs> All right, let's back up. This movie starts with them getting a bite to eat. The the mom, uh, and and son. Paul. Paul, a Paul, uh, bite to eat at uh, Burger Heaven. <laughs> nice. Do you remember Burger Heaven? I and do. Do you remember the the it's makeshift one my, sign? One you, of my favorite chains. So it has. Um, the sign it looks like it was hand drawn like hand painted. Mm-hmm. It's a burger on top of fries with a drumstick on the side. Yeah. <laughs> just like you. Yeah. Just just getting it all in there. If they were
1: clever, they could have called it burgatory.
2: What they should have done for Burger Heaven, they could have said they they could have told the artist they could have been like, uh, you know, burger and fries great, put a little Coke on the side, and he's like No. No drink on the side. I'm, let me throw in my own little science here. I'm going to drop my own little art, put a little drumstick <laughs> on the side. Wash, the, wash this burger fries down with a little drumstick. Yes. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so what happens is you don't, it's it's actually, what happens is it starts with a thief breaking into a van. The only ma-
1: look, Can I zoom in? The, no. only, the only mascot with needle marks.
2: <laughs> what do you mean?
1: From Burger Heaven.
2: So this guy is breaking into a van very, like, very, like, uh, he's really breaking into that van. He's really showing that he's breaking into the van. You know, like, he's, he's like, looking around. Like, you know, he's just doing a very big, I'm not supposed to be doing this thing. And he gets, um, uh, as he's going through a purse that's in there. We meet our star. (laughs) The robot that our main character makes puts him in a chokehold. Yeah. And you could see his robot vision and stuff. Yeah. And the, or he's he's ta- he's. It looks like a Sega CD. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the first one, you, you hear this voice come from the back seat, and the burger goes, "Hey, like he's like, hey, cutie, like he thinks this robot's cute." And you don't know what it is yet. And then he the guy gets a, like a pincher chokehold.
1: Can I, can I zoom in? Yeah. He almost went to burglar
2: heaven. <laughs> he almost does die. Yeah. Um, but then BB releases him. Before that, they know anything's up. The mom and dad never, the mom and son never know that they uh, are burgled, mm-hmm. that they almost were thieved. They saw Carrie um, too.
1: Hmm? They saw Carrie too.
2: <laughs> so, but they, <laughs> well, Emily Burgle. Yeah. Um, they never knew because mm-hmm. BB releases him, doesn't mm-hmm. kill him, uh, knows that they're coming, and and doesn't sate his bloodlust. I yeah. guess at that moment, and. Um, they're on their merry way, but they, we get introduced to the mom and the son, and our hero of the story, BB.
3: Yeah.
1: Speaking of zoom in, mm-hmm. Memories of Murder, Zodiac features a
2: actor from this film, Charles
1: Fleischer. plays yeah. So that's one thing that Zodiac has over Memories of a Murder is he, it does not feature a star of Deadly Friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The voice of B.B. is done by Charles Fleischer. Mm-hmm. The
2: voice, it, this is his run-up for uh, when he, before he did Roger Rabbit, right? I guess so. That was 87. They're like, uh, Roger Rabbit, they're like, B.B. <laughs> <laughs> Who can we get that has done genius voice work? Mel Blank, dead. R.I.P. This, this Charles Fleischer. Charles Fleischer. They, do you think he submitted his reel for Actually, BB? what I think
1: happened was, they they were shitting their pants in the editing room. They were shitting their living pants in the in the editing room. What do we do? Well, you know, we got one of the best voic- voice actors of all time in the next studio. He's over there doing, you know, mouth monkey or whatever. And <laughs> come on over here, Charles, and they are like just dab a little bit and then they just let him go. Like they forgot they 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 they, they, they went to lunch and Charles Fleischer just basically dubbed over the whole fucking movie. Because B.B. has more dialogue than anyone in this film.
2: He says, they said, uh, he said, what's my motivation? And they said, just say B.B. weird. That's all he does. Did he say anything He's else? like
1: once or twice and they go like a thousand times, please. Just say B.B. a thousand times weird.
2: And he looks, he looks dumb. <laughs> Looks like a big old bot. The thing is, they spent a lot of money making a robot for this movie. He's a robot. He can actually lift. He can lift. He can squeeze.
1: He squeezes and lifts.
2: (laughs) And he and he moves around. And he looks like a. um, He looks like Wally's diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good way to put it. He looks like uh, it's it's almost like that they was short circuit was before this right? It's almost like yeah, they're trying to Jenny come Moon. up with the horror short circuit version of short circuit. I guess
1: mission accomplished. He's yellow.
2: <laughs> he's got yellow. He's got uh, he's like a, his his main color. His primary color is yellow. So this nerd is that have to do with him being like a B, like a B B, you know, like a is that why? I don't know. That would indicate way more thought than than, we, than they put into it. The uh, if you knew someone that built a robot like this, would you befriend them? Would I befriend them? Would you though? That's a serious. That's question. not why I would befriend them. It wouldn't turn you off.
1: More like if you meet a cool person, like, and they happen to have a robot. Mm-hmm. But if you meet somebody and, and they have it, and that's the, f- the first thing that comes to mind, they're defined by that robot. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's like you, if you meet a guy who. You know, I used to have a friend who was only my friend because he had a trampoline. You don't need that shit. I had a friend with a houseboat. He, he was a, re- a racist redneck. So he liked to shoot. He liked to shoot animals, but he had a houseboat.
2: There's something weird that that happens in this movie. That you know, BB is, is rechargeable. Of course. He's cordless. where does he get his energy from? Just a plug in the wall. Okay. So there's a scene in this. They take they took the shot. Where BB's running. He's running down and he. And he has to. I think Paul tells him to charge himself, and he pushes a. They're moving, in, he pushes like a piano out of the way. They do like a stop motion oh, yeah, piano yeah. thing, yeah. and then he s- like plugs himself into the wall like sexually. Yeah, kind of. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? He
1: throws. Yeah, they speed up the film when the camera the piano goes. Yeah, through.
2: yeah. So they yeah they speed up the film. So it's just it's a very strange like, and it makes you want. It may I guess it's supposed to be like, hey, this robot's super cute. Yeah, but the robot is. Um, Strong.
1: Yeah, he's... He also has a catchphrase. You remember that? Every hmm. time he, he's about to kill someone, he goes, kiss my OS.
2: <laughs> I guess he's kind of like E.T. in a way. Like, he's supposed to be... They thought... Maybe they thought that... That's was, exactly what they thought. You think so? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because they thought that he... B.B. E.T. But then... I mean... He'd be, like, cute. Like, you know, they'd be like, kind of an Elliot Paul. Yeah. Cute girl. In the cl- I Peter don't know. Coyote. <laughs> but... You know they spent a lot of time making you try to like BB in this this, this film. How'd it work? I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. movie Nobody hates
1: him more than Ann Ramsey, though.
2: <laughs> that's what I'm saying my favorite moment of the film is she she shoots him like she shoots him in the arm. I think I think I wrote the the pattern down. But he they go trick or treating. Yeah. Like ET.
1: And what is BB dressed as?
2: does he dressed as? I think he's
1: dressed as BB. He's he as BB. I think so. Um, or, or Winston Churchill. Uh,
2: so this is what happens if Anne Ramsey blows BB away, like he because Anne Ramsey plays a cantankerous so neighbor. She had a BB gun, <laughs> she she doesn't want anybody to come onto the property. The kids are, of course, always trying to go on her property. They're always throwing, like, uh, accidentally throwing a ball there. That happens in one scene. Um, she's horrified by BB, and then they try to break in for Halloween to do a trick and then BB for some reason is with them she opens blows. the lock right yeah but she blows him away and she goes arm shot head shot and then just to be sure body blow right in the bread basket you know what I'm saying you remember <laughs> Yeah. and it's like it's big explosion like there's no doubt that BB is ruined yeah he's done yeah uh, Paul's and that's Paul's life work he's crestfallen yes yeah yeah he's inconsolable but at least his girlfriend's alive. Yeah, for a minute. Baby uh, boy. Oh, my God. Oh, and I was going to say this. Can I zoom in? hmm uh, It's a question zoom in. I didn't answer it. There's a shot of this with BB holding an umbrella. Is that a first? Amazing. Is it a first? Yeah. Is it the first robot holding an umbrella in a film? Yeah.
1: Does Jim Caviezel hold a rub an <laughs> umbrella in any film?
2: <laughs> um, do you remember the neighbor's name? It's got an incredible name, uh, Anne Ramsey's name in this. uh. Uh-uh. Elvira Parker. Nice. Um. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the goons in this movie, the the bad boys, the okay, the, the, the villains, the street toughs, the, the street guys, the motorcycles. Yeah. Are they motorcycles? They're like dirt bikes? Yeah. Maybe, but they're just like these... They harass... They don't like... For some reason... They're like Ralph Macchio. It's weird. They're picking on a guy with a huge robot following around. Yeah. Um, and they threaten him. They want to beat him up. They're they're pissed because he's alive. Yeah. Uh, what happens? Balls are squeezed. By? BB. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both balls. That's what BB stands for. <laughs> 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 and they... There's something very interesting in this film, and this is like a Wes Craven <laughs> touchdown. He's, he's
1: at the college doing his uh, his presentation, and this is the both balls two
2: thousand. <laughs> but they do a Wes West Craven um, touchdown in this. What? There's a close up on that crotch scene. The oh crotch yeah. grab, Squeezing. It's super close up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then there's a close up of the cl- crotch release. Of course, yes.
1: And then they just reverse the film.
2: Save money. Do you think that it convinced the actor? Like, uh, you guys are going to use uh, this is safe, right? You're going to use a uh, uh, like, uh, we're not going to use the actual robot for this. No, no, no,
1: no. We're using the thing they used to build Michigan's uh, finest cars. We're going we're gonna to take you to GM plant and have it squeeze your dick.
2: Actually, they did use a robot from that scene, but the the groin was made out of paper mache. <laughs> it was a pair of jeans with a pillow stuffed in it.
1: All the money was blown on a 90-foot pair of pants.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was like Kubrick with that scene. They did like 800 takes.
2: Um, so there's a... Uh, so the first... So like I said, Wes Craven um, was forced to shoot two dream sequences for this film. They're and, weird, huh? They're weird to make it m- like Nightmare on Elm Street. And the uh, the first one is that uh, Christy Swanson's character, Sam, hmm? is in her bed, and her dad enters the room. At this point, you already know her dad is abusing her, right. probably sexually. Right. Uh, her dad enters the room. Luckily, she had plenty of practice off screen. <laughs> and she, she, uh, her dad starts to attack her. She grabs this this vase um uh beside her in in you know breaks the glass, sh- shoves it in his her his chest, yeah. like this vase, and then blood starts burning through the broken vase yeah. all over the place. Kinda like Nine Realm Street, the bedroom scene in that. Kind of like
1: Grifters. Yeah.
2: And uh the dad says, You can't hurt me because daddy don't want to be hurt. Yeah. That's what he says. Yep. That's a classic line. One of the best. What's the other dream sequence? I'm trying to remember. I think it's Paul has a dream. He's in bed, another bedroom sequence, and then this it's where most dreams happen. Well, and, but and he wakes up in bed, and then something starts moving under his covers, and it's, it's the dad's burnt head. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's another dream sequence where Wes Craven is saying no to this project. Hey, Wes Craven
2: getting a going through a messy divorce during filming this. Okay. By the way, getting sued by his wife, and he was having a rough time. He said it was was a rough shoot. Yeah. Alan Thicke kept showing up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, there's a couple things on. I wanna. I'm gonna say there's a couple things on Paul's wall that I that I circle because this is the movie microscope. Yeah. Okay. There's one thing that seemed okay. I get it, and there's one thing I didn't. Okay. There's an Einstein poster on the wall. Fantastic, with his tongue out. Yeah, of course. Of course. And that makes sense to me. Yeah. Paul's a nerd. He's gonna have an Einstein poster on his wall. There's also a a decorative hanging from the wall. Uh, looks like a a, a French horn. With like it hung out. Like it has a ribbon around it. It's hanging like a red ribbon around it, an instrument, just hanging on his wall. Like you know how you would do in high school. Hang, Hang like a horn on your wall. Yeah, right.
1: Hornwall is that where they recorded the movie?
2: <laughs> Hornwall Studios. Um, I'm like just reading from my notes. You took no notes.
1: I, I took notes. They're in. They're in Las Vegas.
2: Do you remember any of your notes?
1: Yeah, I remember. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm, as we go, I'm saying some stuff. I don't. I can't. I don't see the page in my brain.
2: But when I'm reminded of scenes, I'm reminded of notes. Do you remember uh, what Sam was wearing? In this, the girl. And this is why Alan am thick. Yeah, zoomed in. She's wearing a boob sweater. She, she's wearing. No, she's wearing a constant sweatshirt like vest. It's like a weird. The outlet. first
1: scene, we see her. Yeah, it's
2: uh, gratuitous. Yeah, she was like really young. She was really buxom though. West Craven, calm down. <laughs> uh, <sighs> uh,
1: yeah, but so so what we, BB eight or BB eight, BB gets destroyed, mm-hmm. and then. Sam gets destroyed, and then the movie kind of kicks into. Well, so it, is, it takes half the movie to get to that. point. It does. Well,
2: because it. So do you remember? Like he, it, Paul was given a presentation to his class. Yeah, he sucks. And it's a he's standing from a chalkboard talking about BB, and I wrote down some of the things. I thought this was a nice um, foreshadowing. It's all about BB. As. He wrote he wrote proc- on shock, proximity edges. does any of this make sense to you? You know what proximity edges is? Let me just sound like just doesn't matter. So then he also has intermediate vision processing. So okay. science. XYZ position force. Nice. A little forward call frontwards to Spider Man far from home. Elemental move generator. Nice. And then he out. Then finally, basketball decapitation generator. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Lots of basketball foreshadowing in this movie.
2: There is. They put a lot. They that was a that was the another scene that they shot later.
1: All the basketball shit. Mm-hmm. They That's have to
2: lot. have yeah. The basketball it says Anne Ramsey. The the Cantankerous Neighbor originally gets killed by the deadly friend who is Sam. Reborn as BB. This is con- very confusing. Um, I think she gets Paul thro- is the deadly friend in the title. Do you think so?
1: Yeah. I think it's BB is the deadly friend. Because it's deadly to have him
2: as a friend. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but then again, none of these people are good. Sam is good. Yeah. Anyway, so Anne Ramsey originally dies. She gets thrown through like through a door. Yeah. They didn't keep that. No. Let me zoom in. Saved their ass, too, by the way. You think that's the highlight of this film? It has to be. Fangoria did like a
1: giant cover, a giant article covering this movie before it came out, and the basketball
2: scene was front and foremost. How did that work out? Killed it. This movie was a huge failure. Yeah. By the way, there's a ton of tinkering by uh, studio heads and whoever makes the calls that's not the director, and they did all that work for naught. This yeah. movie was a, was dead on arrival. It would and have been worse if they'd done with this original his original idea also not remembered very well. No shit. Um.
1: But it features. Okay, so here's. Um, I did some research. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about wasted money? Okay, yeah, they did reshoots. They spent mm-hmm. a lot of money changing the movie. Sure. They spent a lot of money. More, the most wasted money in this movie. Mm-hmm. Christy Swanson went to mime school
2: yeah there was a mime consultant on set
1: yeah do you see what her you know a, that entailed her holding her hands with the fingers apart she had
2: Spock hands in this that's that's mime school. that's all the mime that happened she her. had like kind of was it like lobster claws or, or or Spock hands because BB has claws for hands that's and so she because because what happens is he Paul when she dies like she gets killed um and the doctors by the way, she's kind of brain dead. And the doctors are supposed to pull. I know Charlie life Sheen support. said so on the set of The Chase. Zoom in. <laughs> doctor's supposed to pull off life support, and Paul tries to get there in time, fails at it, um, but decides to go through with his um, uh, implanting his microchip in her brain. Yeah, of course, he's going to. You know, he's going. That, that ship has sailed. But he's what he does is he plants BB, the dead BB's microchip into her brain, so she thus, thusly becomes BB. Right. Can't believe what I'm saying. He
1: becomes, she becomes, the the, you know, he wanted to kind of fuck her when she was Christie Swanson, but you put BB in that shit, he can't get, he can't not screw that, right? I mean, it's, that's that's who he has the crush for is BB. Do
2: you hear that? Alan Thick was jealous of the mind con, mind consultant. <laughs> yeah, because she wouldn't get her hands that open for him. Just say, oh. she's got to spend more time with. Yeah, oh. okay get jealous the work didn't pay off is what i'm saying it did not (laughs) uh they the thing after bb dies though he does get they start to have a little bit bb gets out of the way dies and there is a little romance romance between the two characters and then she is killed by her dad there's like a, a little peck a little kissy yeah um kiss of death maybe
1: her death isn't very convincing, by the way. Let
2: me ask you this: If you kiss that guy, would you get killed by your dad? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, the death scene is not convincing when she falls down the stairs. The doctors barely try; <laughs> do you, they just they yeah. barely try to save her. Yeah. And do you think it's because they had a flash forward to Chrissy Swanson's Twitter account? <laughs> do you think that's why? Maybe. She's straight up. She's straight up maga, by the way. That's,
1: you know, she's entitled.
2: That's the least of my problems with her right now. With some most, I mean, she sucks. She <laughs> <laughs> she's had a storied career. She has. She was in. She was. She was the original Buffy. I don't know if you guys know that. How did that franchise do after she was not involved anymore? Better. Better. Um, what did she do? What are some other highlights? There's no highlights. The chase. She has this. Buffy and The Chase There's nothing else And she's still working I mean she's been working The whole time And she's got nothing else What is else. she in, like Hallmark movies and shit now? There's no way She has to be There's no way She's in Hallmark movies Is she too big of an actor? Mm-mm The mime guy works more than her Probably <laughs> um, I'll look it up But Christy Swanson Uh what did you. Th- okay, so we talked about the drugging, the mom scene, because they have to do that to get to the hospital to implant the microchip.
1: Yeah, and um, his friend just goes along with this super criminal enterprise. Right. Um, don't they dig her body up? Isn't there, no, a, she's isn't not is there some grave digging or something in this? No.
2: no? I don't think so. <sighs> Must have been in my regular life. Um, the thing that. The thing that. So, that anyway, so then he can. Also, there's a thing with her she is like bb now she's like a robot he's got a control like a remote control yeah and he can turn her off yeah well it's not hard for him to turn her off that's what i'm saying nothing's changed right but no i'm saying like that's that's another thing is he's controlling her um but doesn't like he remember he turns her off but she's still like yeah. gets out and kills people all the time
1: she gets revenge on everybody who wronged her mm, she or who or everybody f- who
2: everybody wronged bb that's true she mixes it up. Well, she kills her dad. Yep, kills um, Ramsey. She kills Ann Ramsey. Kills a street tough. She just killed that guy, the original crotch grab guy. That's it, right? Is that she almost kills a friend? She jumps out of the window and tries to to strangle that guy, but she doesn't succeed. So I think that's it. I think she, she kills el- somebody at the end. Hmm. Paul. She does kill Paul. That's right. She has a four. Has a four. Like four body count, maybe including her five. I guess so. Five deads in this something you really you're done you're tapping out
1: no no i'm just i'm just thinking about the movie start are you i'm thinking about the movie and it's hurting <laughs> uh it's one of the better films
2: it's one of the better films with Anne Ramsey can you do an anne ramsey personally and you
0: stupid poop!
2: at one point she says you damn kids! I'm calling the police, but she says I'm hauling the police. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about that basketball sequence then. I okay. guess that's kind of what we. have So the to kids
1: play. are playing free throws outside.
2: Oh, the other, there's another scene. There's a lot of. Uh, in order to make the scene work, for some reason they decided to have a lot of. The basketball is involved in the dream sequences a little bit, and it like it'll. Sh- the basketball is thrown into her yard. I think at one point. Yep. She and then it. Um, she reposes it at one point. She reposes it. It bounces up and down, in slow motion, into rooms a little bit. It's a right before she dies. It's it it it's kind of star startles her.
1: Yeah, it's like the changeling
2: and the ball, it's a little harbinger. Yeah, um, and so then she's killed by uh, Christy Swanson, the deadly friend. You think she's not uh, the deadly friend? Anyway, she. She is kind of choked at first, thrown up against the wall, and then th- a basketball is thrown on her face. Which yeah. you would think it would bounce off her nose, it maybe break her nose, but it doesn't do that. It does maybe break her nose. What else does it do? Uh,
1: there'll be a slow motion uh, video of it on our Instagram.
2: It explodes her head. Yeah, um, it's a great effect. It was super gross at the time too. Still, still super. It's startlingly, gro- startlingly, startlingly, startlingly. Well, it's just gross. so weird to
1: see someone so beautiful so become so ugly so fast.
2: Uh, it's a pretty that's a pretty because we had we talked about we had midsummer, we just talked about and that had some really brutal face damage. Mm-hmm. This one's up there, but it just looks a little fakey now, obviously. But at the time, it was pretty gross. Although, the, I, I wouldn't gross. trade it for the world like that. Those style effects are the best. I know, I know, yeah. Um, did the mime consultant also consult on that scene? Yes. Because after she gets decapitated, there is a lot of, there is a kind of a funny... little puppetry. Running around yep. lower half of the body scene. Headless, headless chicken scene, I guess. Um, oh, Christy Swanson was in Dude, Where's My Car? It's dog shit Mother Another classic. She's worked a lot. She's in the phantom. she love interest. Mhm. Oh wow. Higher learning. Yeah. Hot shots. And she was in a couple Higher
1: learning. Uh, that's the singleton, right? Yep. There's a shooting in that.
2: Is it? Rappaport? Yeah. Um and then after that after she just she was in Big Daddy Ugh. but she's just yeah she just she appeared in a lot of like straight to video stuff sci-fi stuff you're right um, still working Matthew Laberteau is not no this is his last lead I guess and I think he's like a voiceover guy or something yeah something like that yeah I wonder why he's a better actress actor <laughs> actress than her
1: um, yeah so it's a, it's a great movie
2: it's great there's, there's a, I wanted to ask you a question there's a iconic uh, there's a mirror scene in this where she's Chrissy Swanson's working in front of a mirror doing her Spock hands um, yeah trying to figure out what the fuck's going what's, on what's going on with her looking at her like B, basically looking at through her face at you know B, it's BB looking at right do you think that rivals taxi driver for mirror scenes or it's like up there one two yeah, I don't think it's uh, it's it's not fair to taxi driver. Do you think? Would you think it was a little too on the nose when she's like, "Are you look? Are you talking to BB? Are you talking to BB? <laughs> are you talking? How does he say? And then that's another thing is she's she'll be round. She'll be, Chrissy Swanson will be rounding corners, and you'll hear the the overdub of BB. <laughs> yes, an angry BB. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like group. the original group. Exactly, it's very group. Yeah, because it's like said different, you know, BB or very angry. Yeah, BB. Yeah, BB. And so at the end, it, there's a little bit... And then, of, then Robin Harris saw this and was like, I got an idea. <laughs> Baby, it's kids? Yeah. At the end, there's a scene when you realize that Christy Swanson... Sucks. Sam is actually it finally worked and she she actually comes back to life she actually for a second she becomes Sam again for a very brief second and she gets then she gets killed by the cops she gets shot i think yeah um and then the ending is amazing it is that does not make any sense and this was a direct this is ordered by a studio head or a studio or a producer or something
1: okay keep in mind justin just said the ending doesn't make sense in a film where a robot and a girl die, and a microchip is put in a girl, and she becomes Spock hands murderer.
2: <laughs> okay, but what happens is, at the end. Paul goes to visit her again in the morgue to, to to resurrect her again. She grabs him by the throat, her dead body, and then a, a whole robotic skeleton comes, you know, explodes from her skin to kill. As she's saying, as he's saying, I guess is she saying BB. Yeah, she's saying BB.
1: That's how the movie ends. It's the
2: last but, word. He put a microchip in her brain. Why is she now a robot? I, that does not make it's, sense. It's miraculous what's going on. Wes Craven on. couldn't believe it. He said, uh, all right, <laughs> I'm going through a divorce. so It was Alan Thicke's idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so not even in, not his worst film. Wes Craven's? Yeah. What do He's you think made was plenty was, of bad films. What do you think is worse? I mean, I, I didn't even keep track of his dog shit. Music from the Heart? Oh, my God. That's right. He tried to do a serious movie. Meryl Streep, right? Yeah. She was like, uh, okay, I'll do this film, Wes. Just promise me you've never done any bat shit, stupid movies with
2: shitty actors in them. Um, he said working with Meryl Streep is a lot like working with Chrissy Swanson. <laughs> very, very comparable. Um, no. No down thick was sniffing around setting <laughs> that one too from the heart
1: she's like he's like uh hey uh, meryl do you have any great grandchildren
2: <laughs> uh west craven did great films he did nightmare on street which is okay, which is solid
1: serpent and rainbow solid shockers okay
2: People understairs you don't like it. People stairs really, I hate I
1: like it a lot. Eating alive, that's Toby Hooper. Uh Last House on the Left is Wes Craven.
2: Yeah.
1: I can go take a shit. <laughs> he did Scream. Scream's alright. Second. He did all the Screams. Yeah. Yeah. So do I. Uh he did
2: Oh he did uh that's a movie maybe we should do. What's the Oh he did Red Eye? Dog shit. It's not dog shit. He did um He did a movie that's just mind boggling. It's a uh, what is it called? It has a main character named Bug in it. It's called like Soul something. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Um, it's another movie that had a lot of problems trying to as to get there me was a oh, stri- he oh he did oh he did uh, one of our favorites, okay, the werewolf movie, cursed, cursed, <sighs> another movie had a lot of production problems
1: he had a bad stretch
2: he did but he made some great movies and he was a smart guy i love and i love his new nightmare that's like i really like that movie um you really don't like him though i do i really don't thought he did my soul to take but i don't even know that one what else what are some other shithole shits vampire in brooklyn oh no we named them all, I think. There's no way there's gotta be some more heinous shit in there. Oh, the Hills of Eyes. And to part two. Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing's pretty good.
1: It's all right. Yeah. He gave Dick Durock work.
2: Can't hate that. What do you think of Hills of Eyes? No oh, I'm not a Deadly fan. Deadly Blessing too?
1: Nope. Not a fan. Alright. So wait, no, you're you're forgetting. He did some fucked after. I'm a- out. After what? He did
2: some fucked after Scream? after shocker i think we named them all um Serpent the rainbow you named people on our stairs no 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 new nightmare vampire brooklyn scream uh no we got them all
1: what was his last movie scream 4
2: <sighs> classic oh hey i don't hate the scream movies can't hate them they've got to be unwatchable now they're not the last one maybe is watchable, I don't know.
1: The first one was fun once and then it, mm.
2: it influenced every horror film after it for years.
1: That's a that's damning.
2: That's not a compliment. That's damning. Bite your tongue. How dare you talk about Skeet that way? <laughs> skeet Ulrich.
1: Lillard? I Skeet lo- I love Lil You got Liv. My boy Liv Liv Schreiber, mm-hmm. Cotton Weary
2: Cotton Weary
1: You got, got Courtney uh, uh, Thorne No I know Courtney Cox You got David Arquette Gave him, Made him successful God damn it Dewey He's the worst The fact that he was successful
2: Everybody loves him in that You got my boy You got Geller Sarah Michelle and You got f- Naomi The second one
1: What's her name What's her name Naomi, or what's her name? Nev Campbell.
2: Nev Campbell, the lead. Sidney Prescott. Jesus Christ. How am I remembering these names? You got a... Uh, who's the guy that everybody loved that got killed the second one and no everyone could believe it? He's the guy that knew all the rules. He's the awful. Son Jamie, of a mask. Ke- Jamie, Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy. What's his name in it? I don't know his name in it. I don't think I do. Can't pull it up. Oof. It's bad, bad stuff. Get shot in the first one. So does Skeet. Shot in the don't head. they
1: kill off somebody in every, at the beginning of every one of them?
2: Um, I think so. I think in the third one they kill Cotton. Weary at the beginning. It's bad. The second one, I don't know who they killed at the beginning. Ugh. Oh, Sarah Michelle Gellar
1: shit Just and the shit, fourth right.
2: one they must have killed somebody
1: did they make any more
2: they made Scream TV series oof never watched it and they, they might still be making it I don't know and
1: Deadly Friend they're going to remake right
2: they are not are they I hope they shouldn't there's no story here yeah the story yeah what is the story
1: um, Frankenstein
2: I know but it's like Reanimator except way better you know how he plants the microchip in her brain, right. Mm-hmm. In the book called Friend, right. The, he does. He uses lightning. So it's like there's super Frankenstein.
1: That movie could be made today. There are worse movies being made. There are dumber ideas, of think course. I'm
2: thinking of a dumb idea.
1: Did you see that they're gonna? Um one of the things they were pitching was to do just do a gender swap with the with the suit with the remake. Okay. Deadly Arend.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh think Christy Swanson would come back? Yeah.
3: Totally. Cameo? Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Oh she wouldn't
1: do that. She'd play the mom. She play she'd play the mom of Paulette. Paulette is a girl now you see. Nice. Mm-hmm.
2: I like that. We didn't talk much about the friend, the other friend, the paper boy.
1: What? What? What is there to say? He's the James Morrison in this. The
2: beautiful performance by that actor. Yeah. I wonder what he's doing these days. He's still acting. He's
1: no. doing rails somewhere, I'm sure.
2: No, he's he's probably he's probably working a real, a real job. Recalling, uh, trying to forget that uh, all those moments that Alan Thicke kept popping up in his life. <laughs> He's like, Nightmare. I got a chance with
1: this girl. I don't.
2: You must have heard it from Deadly Friend. Remember that song? No. It's always <laughs> talking when he should be Gregory R. Rand. <laughs> I don't remember this song. Gregory Who was that? Who was that band? All right, we're going to have to talk about Ann Ramsey real quick before we leave, but I, I'm going to look up this guy, too.
1: All I know are from his Goonies and Thermometer from the Train and my fucking well, wet Michael, dreams.
2: Michael Sherritt. Um, He's in this, and he stopped acting. Nineteen ninety-five with his the last movie was his last movie was Theodore Rex. Whoopi Goldberg, right? She looks like she's on the poster. Yeah, was that a good decision?
1: It's, if I'm not mistaken, it's it's wearing tennis shoes. If I'm not mistaken. That T Rex is wearing tennis shoes. It
2: is. Do you remember who played Theodore Rex?
1: It's got to be a midget.
2: Charles Fleischer. <laughs> Maybe. Um, uh, let me look up uh, Anne Ramsey. We got to find out a little bit about Anne Ramsey because that's a, rest in peace. Yes, that's a strange story because she she had a very uh, strange yeah way about her. Obviously, she's in Goonies. Yeah. Um,
1: do from the train.
2: She hadn't pursued an acting, an acting career in motion pictures until late in her life. She died when she's 59. She's like much older than that. Yeah. She? Not much. Maybe. Um, she's in 63 things though. She's in a lot of stuff. Uh,
1: she had an onset affair with Alan thick.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, she's in a lot of stuff. I, um, for a long time. she. The last movie was Homer and Eddie. Oh my God. She's in Scrooge.
1: Wait a minute. Whoopi Goldberg?
2: Yeah. Scrooge. <laughs>
1: Connective tissue, dog. Uh,
2: her most famous.
1: Whoop- Whoopi Goldberg is the fucking death knell for. She's like the ring videotape for the actress
2: from Deadly Friend. That sucks for her, man. She was in Goonies. She's in Goonies in 85, and then they were like, hey, uh, we loved you in Goonies. As the one of the lead villains, you're gonna get decapitated by a basketball in this one. Yep. Yeah, the news was after that. Anyway, Throw Mom from the Train was after this, though. So that's the best of the three by far, yeah, for sure. She was pretty fun in that.
1: Danny DeVito is one of the most underrated filmmakers out there.
2: Filmmakers, yeah. She he directed that. Yeah, he, he's and he's, he's in
1: it. A, he's a great director, and he's a very great producer.
2: And he seems like a super nice guy. Yep,
1: and he's fun. He's fun always and he's been doing it for 50 years
2: he's been crushing it he's looked the same for 50 years 40 years yeah. no everybody everybody always talks about Keanu looking the same never aging DeVito never aging a little different same
1: Keanu always looks great Danny DeVito's always looked like a bunch of shit thrown into a hammer but I love him he's yeah, but, always good
2: yeah but Thor's hammer yeah it's true Jan Hammer Mjolnir did I say it right? zoom in they say it, yeah, Mjolnir. sort of, sort
1: of. How you say it? I say Mjolnir. What I say, Mjolnir. What'd you say, Mjolnir? But I bet you there's got to be. Oh man, I'd like to hear, like a, a uneducated redneck guy say that. Hey, with that Mjolnir. I'm right. gonna have the jeet at this restaurant. <laughs> I'll take the molquel jate. What? You me going to a Mexican restaurant ordered the molquel jate?
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here is the thing,
1: Burger Heaven.
2: That's the name of the restaurant. So, what would you? What was some of the stuff that we do at the end? We, we, our, our podcast crushes it. We crush it. Yeah. Gonna give this one the golden microphone. That's the think I'm gonna ask every time. <laughs> Sorry, the golden uh, microscope. Yeah, that's what I meant. We well, it depends.
1: It depends on how how much crushing we really have done.
2: <laughs> I think we have to. If you we decide at the end if we zoomed in enough to give it the golden microscope or, or
1: I think we got nominated s- for a worst waveform. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Our podcast can be discovered soon. It's gonna be like someone coming across uh, yeah, buried treasure.
1: Bazoozer statue.
2: <laughs> so uh
1: yeah, so uh is there any signature image? From this?
2: I mean, for sure the basketball decapitation. I disagree. But what would you say?
1: Her with the Spock hands.
2: <laughs> it's pretty good. I would even I would I think the most memorable for if we're not if we let's say we have to Exclude the basketball decapitation because everybody uses that as like a joke because it's so famous from this. So you would do Spock hands I would do the the burglar clutching the purse string, like the, the purse strap at the start. Okay, what a <laughs> great beautiful shot by Wes! Yeah, they had a handicap van by the way for BB. I think in this, the yeah. van was like a handicap van,
1: it, uh, they had a, the whole movie had a handicap van. Do I need
2: do I need like an entire movie to to tell me that this kid's like the hugest fucking nerd of all time? Do I need a whole movie that's just every scene is that's that's what it's telling me. Yeah.
1: You see the way he dresses? Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. You mean that I see the way his mom dresses him? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um by the way, age gap between him and his mom? Less than thick and
2: Swanson yeah of course there's a there's a at the end there's a, uh, uh, a remix of like a song over the credits of BB like you hear like it's like <laughs> <laughs> yes there is
0: <laughs>
1: oh yes there is
2: BB <laughs> BB you know maybe you can uh, find that for the show I mean, I'm sure it's easy. You probably could. Here, let's recommend it. Just go down to, out to iTunes. Download the uh, Deadly Friend uh, song. Just put Deadly Friend BB song yeah. in there. I think you can get it. Yeah, I think it's only like two ninety nine on there.
1: On the uh, special features of the Zodiac, they ask uh, Charles <laughs> Fly what the smallest things in his house were. Yeah. First of all, it's a weird thing to ask somebody on it. <laughs> dvd commentary. <laughs> but he was talking about he said well I got I, I, my the transactions from my deadly friend residuals. That's what he was talking about. That'd be a good thing to ask, uh if we are you know if we start doing interviews on the movie microscope. What's this what's the smallest thing in your house?
2: What if Charles Fleischer's like a jerk and like he's like at a Q and A or something and someone's like uh um, well, you know, uh, Roger Rabbit, you know, I just love that movie, really put you on the map. Excuse me. Um, not really. A deadly friend. Is or right.
1: he's at a convention. He's like, I ain't fucking, you're not, you, I ain't doing the BB voice for anything less than a C note.
2: <laughs> what if he, yeah, if people, what do you think he would blow his mind if you brought a picture of BB and had him sign it? <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think he'd be most surprised that that was actually recorded on film. That somebody printed a photo of that
2: that would be that would be great what if there we should try to find that if there's on ebay charles fleischer cigarette, uh, cigarette? signature <laughs> on a um, on a picture of bb and if it's real it's made by, it, by the robot what if someone's faked it <laughs> it's been making a living off of forgeries
1: well you have to assume that they didn't destroy the real robot during the scenes where they blow it up which means that BB may still be out there. That robot may be in a warehouse someplace waiting. So if you are uh in the world of BB8, this is awful. What? Nick.
2: What? Oh my god. What? It actually BB actually filed a sexual harassment lawsuit and got how thick. And before it went to trial, BB was uh murdered parts were strewn <laughs> all over a parking lot Alan thick was never prosecuted I can't believe it <laughs> oh my god I zoom in it's a tragic tra- tragic end note
1: to this there's a there's a happy ending to that BB uh, made a cyborg Alan thick <laughs> A L N T H K. It's its name.
2: Anyway, uh, I can't. I don't know who owns BB. Uh, some real like weirdo has yeah. to own that thing. Well, it might be at Bob Burns's place.
1: Who's that? I mean, he's got the Kong armature. He's got. He he has the original. Um, you know, he's got the original sculpts of all these famous things. He, I'm sure somewhere in his office is Oh,
2: never mind, never mind. Smithsonian. <laughs> My fault. I should have looked there first. What, so what if would you were you,
1: if you were part of the Deadly Friend universe, the most lethal place to be to just get involved in a game of horse.
2: <laughs> oh, I'd be a one of the uh, detectives at the crime scene. Yeah. Trying to figure out why the basketball is full of cement. <laughs> I know
1: I'd be hmm. the smartest guy in the fucking in the business. Okay, uh, the one who uh, made um, who, who made uh, made Paul. Uh, you made Paul. Who made Paul have to live with his mom? What did you say? That made him have to live with his mom.
2: You would be the <laughs> the dad? I
1: yeah. <laughs> Ain't so, yeah. no way a kid builds a robot in in my house. On your watch? Yeah.
2: Is his dad dead in this? I think maybe.
1: No. He might be. He faked it, but he... <laughs> there's a, there's a side story about a lo- like a Kramer versus Kramer thing, mm-hmm. where the husband and wife are in love. Mm-hmm. But he's got that dog shit robot.
2: Keeps coming in when they're trying to get frisky. No, I mean he's BB. just he's just reading the
1: newspaper, and that fucking BB shows up. He hears that fucking voice in his sleep.
2: They should. They could have at least give me one when BB is like out of energy and goes BB. You know, they could have on one of those.
1: Or, or, or uh, he sees a pregnant lady. He goes, baby. <laughs> then he squeezes it until it's gone. what What would you do? Desert Island oh we have to do a theme restaurant for Deadly
2: Friend or a theme park we also have to rename it because Deadly Friend is an awful name yeah it doesn't fit the movie yeah you don't know who the Deadly Friend is Paul doesn't have any friends yeah so that's confusing um, I mean it was originally going to be called one of the titles was going to be called AI no joke yep I think it was going to be called B.B. at one point. (laughs) The book's called Friend. Yeah.
1: It's a shame Vinnie Jones made that movie because Meme Machine would have been perfect.
2: I was hoping you'd bring up Vinnie Jones during this. (laughs) (laughs) Called The Basketball Dies? That's not bad. Um, I mean, BB's kind of perfect. (laughs) Nobody's ever said that. Uh, The Girl Next Door. That would work. Okay. I'm getting serious. Okay. Do you think it's a better title than Deadly Friend or no? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Wes Craven's The Girl Next Door. Yep. that's pretty good Yep. theme park quickly <laughs> now I'm gonna stretch it out <laughs> we've already done that uh, well obviously you would go and be um, a restaurant and the uh, every the whole staff would be robots serving okay. you okay um,
1: that'd be annoying that would be do you guys have any Chardonnay
2: BB Um, and then maybe the the menu would be all lettered. All menus are I, like it's like a, maybe it's a Chinese restaurant. You know they always have the I have the I uh, have the number one or BB, <laughs>
1: no, no. or it's just a every every it's just a page full of BB. There'll be, and then you order, and you don't know. And sometimes yeah. the shrimp will come out. Sometimes it'll be like you know. I think I would have a carnival, I made a giant carnival with mm-hmm. lots of fun rides, like a fair. Yeah, lots of really fun rides, and and like like you know, you'd have like a funnel cake thing. You'd have roller coasters, haunted houses, sky chair, you know, sky lift, whatever you call those things. All that kind of cool shit going on, and you would go through, it and you'd never have to think about deadly friend. Just have a good time. <laughs>
2: Oh man, deadly friend Deadly podcast bro
0: Master boy, I of the folding soul. I plant your face in mine, forgetting the act. I am the defender of crime, epidermis, extremis. I plant your face in mine, forgetting the act.
3: Beef
0: Challengers, they come and die Feeding eyes until they're blind Beef Challengers, they come and die
3: Until they're blind.
0: I am the Casanova epidermis extremis. I plant your face in mine. Forgetting the act. I plant your face in mine Forgetting the act
3: These challenges they come